hurry, hurry, hurry down to Paramnesia Theater. Gather round as four friends share, rewatch, and possibly ruin favorite films from their childhoods. Be sure to come early and get a good parking spot because there's always a good show at the drive-in. Now that'll be five dollars a ticket, please. Welcome back to Paramnesia Theater. Tonight I will be your host. I am Riley. And I have, as always, Rebecca, Tim, and Anna at the table with me. And we are going to be watching a most magnificent film. Equal parts comedy, equal parts horror, terror, all of the above. Both, there's only two things there, so. Um, just a fantastic movie. It's called Eight-Legged Freaks. Um, it is an introspective documentary of uh, the 17th century circus goers, um, and they had eight legs, and they were presumed to be freaks. So it's a, we take a deep, hard, deep look. The circus goers have no. The eight circus. Legs? Uh, so, sorry, these they were called spider men, and uh, they were part of the sideshow act. So it's not giant mutant spiders that are attacking people. Because that's okay. what I assumed. I it feel was. like you're lying. I am. So okay. um, <laughs> I feel deceived. I yes. knew he was full of shit. <laughs> so we were watching Eight-Legged Freaks. Um, it is about spiders, mutant spiders. It is based on a true story. And I was looking a few things up. <laughs> I was looking a few things up uh, before so I could kind of remember because I haven't seen this movie in a long time. And it's pretty fascinating, actually, how uh, well-received this movie was back in the day and how, like, 50% of you guys haven't seen it. Yes, I have not seen it. I have not seen it. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. None of you have seen it? Oh, God. All right. So, like, some really cool facts about this. Um, It is the only um, comedy horror movie in history to be nominated for the same number of um, Oscars, right? Those are the real good Mm -hmm. ones, as uh, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. I don't believe you. I think you're just lying. No. And... Uh, it's the only movie to win, uh, only comedy movie to win six Oscars that year. See, You're so like... lying. Anna... Okay, it does have at least one actress that won a um, Oscar in it, but not for this movie. So who's in it then? What's um, the cast? David Arquette is the main character. Um, then there's a lady whose name I didn't recognize. And then Scarlett Johansson, who I'm going to guess is quite young in it, because this is a 2002 film. Oh, really? I thought it would be an 80s movie. No, like, no, hmm. no. I don't know this movie. <laughs> Stop um, looking at me like 2002, that. Uh, and then nobody else in the cast. Actually, there's one dude that I recognized by face, and I think that's how everybody might recognize him, because his name is not one that anybody knows. Um, Did you look it up? What is his name? I don't remember. Okay. Very forgettable. But when you see him, you'll be like, oh, it's that guy. He plays that guy in every movie that he's in. He's got like oh, greased back Mads hair. Oh, it's Mads Mikkelsen, isn't it? It's not Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen is I never is know who he actor. is. I don't know who that is either. You do. See? Everybody knows who Mads, Mads Mikkelsen is. Everybody. I don't know his name then. Probably not. Um, but he's fantastic. He's been on a ton of things. Anyways, that's off topic. He's not in this movie. I don't think. Um, but... This movie has a solid 5 out of 5, or no, 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb, (laughs) and a uh, Rotten Tomatoes score of somewhere around uh, 40, I think. Ooh, cool. 
really good. It is about mutant spiders, um, toxic waste mutant spiders. The mm. best kind. Yes. Um, they grow to extraordinary size and number. I think I developed arachnophobia slightly after this, so um, it didn't bother me as bad. Or I was just like, that can't happen. Um, it's also not based on a true story. but um, I think we already knew that. Yeah. We I can tried. tell when you're full of it. I tried. Um, and I think I remember the resolution to this movie. And if I'm right, it's absolutely ridiculous. If I'm wrong, I'm thinking of a different movie, which that could totally be mm. too. Um, Man, I really you'll explain that later because I don't want spoilers. But yes, no. If it's correct, then I will. Cool. Definitely bring it up. If it's not correct, I'll definitely bring it up too and be like, "This is what I thought it was." And you're all gonna be like, "That's very weird. I don't know why you would think that that <laughs> would be in this movie." So, um, yeah. All in all. I remember very little about the movie itself. So they're not people that become spidery people. No, definitely. They're spiders that they're become They're just straight up spiders. spiders. Yeah. Okay, I was always picturing like a person with like a costume with a bunch of legs. Oh no, this is 2002, so there is CGI. So okay. prepare yourself for that level of uh, CGI at the time. Okay. Um, it's going to look terrible then. It's going to mm-hmm. look so much worse on your TV specifically. A hundred percent. The high def. It's, uh, yeah, it's probably not going to look great. That's all right. Maybe it will. It'll take the horror aspect out of it, which is always my favorite part to take out of anything. Me too. I do not like horror movies. Horror, like put horror in quotes, in quotations. Okay. I think it's way more goofy than actually funny. It is not equal parts, one or the other. Was it meant to be funny? It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely meant to be. Is it meant to be scary? It's more of an action adventure comedy. Yes, that nails it better. Is that what the internet says, Tim? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that that is uh, way more like it. It's not like, you know the movie Arachnophobia? Vaguely. No. Nobody's seen that either. I know the name of that. That one sounds scary. That one's actually a horror movie, and it's about okay. spiders, not mutant spiders that, you know, fall into a silly little toxic spill, chemical spill, and, like, become deranged spider menaces. But it's about actual So they are spider men. That's no, 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 heard. no! It's just like the spiders fall in and become even more menacing spiders. More like uh, men when they fall in. <laughs> no, there's no men. Like they just become more spidery. Like I'm you're so like, confused. Oh. Okay, picture a spider and it's walking along. And it's like, ooh, toxic chemicals, glug, 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 and then all of a sudden it is much bigger and grotesquer. And that's this movie, not arachnophobia. Yes, arachnophobia is about like actual spiders just like coming into people's homes and be like, oh, gross. Yes. In no way, in no f- shape or form, are any people turning into spiders okay. in either of these movies. Okay. okay. You guys are the ones that brought that up. up. I, have, I have never, except for the carnival thing. <laughs> the carnival thing confused me. That was the very first thing you said. I was, so yes. you brought it up first. I did. But when but, you said documentary, I was like, no, no, that's not true. I was taking the Michael Scott approach. I came up with two intros that I wanted to do, and I just couldn't pick So I just kind of, you know, ran with two. Okay. I was hoping you guys would believe the one about the uh, awards, but... Not even close. I don't know if we're going to really watch movies that are that good on here. I I mean, Matilda was pretty good, but not as many Oscar nominations as The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I probably should have picked a different movie to compare it to. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, so that's, you know, we're going to fight some spiders and, uh, cool. Are there, uh, assault rifles in this movie? Do they attack the spiders with guns? I don't remember, but I can't imagine why they, there's definitely gun on spider action. Okay. Not, Mm. once again, not spiders holding guns. People holding (laughs) guns shooting spiders. That would be cool too, because they could hold so many guns. True. We would lose Mm. that fight so quickly. At least six. We should think this movie. Stand. We'll make it. It'll be maybe as good as Eight-Legged Freaks. I don't know. I think you all are going to be shocked and surprised. (laughs) By how how, much we like it? By how mediocre this movie probably is. (laughs) (laughs) I'm prepared for it to be really bad. Really, really bad. I don't think it's really bad. But one thing I do want to remind everybody, it is 2002. So when I was thinking about it today, I was like, this movie is going to be unexpectedly horny. I'm sure. Just because it's 2002. I can't imagine that it's not, like, in weird ways. Well, you said Scarlett Johansson is in it, so yes, she was she's, a heartthrob. But yeah, but she might be, be like, too young. Just, like, a touch oh, too young. Like, she's 14 or like something? Like, not quite. Yeah, whole, how old is she now? That's 21 years ago, at no least, idea. so, that she is in it. She plays the daughter of somebody, so I imagine she's pretty young. Oh, wow. Probably, like, probably 13 or 14, something like that. I yes. don't know. I don't know how old she is. I don't know, because she was so. in a perfect score, but I don't know what year that was. And she had to be like 17 or 18 then. That movie was probably 01-ish. Scarlett Johansson is 39 years old. Huh. That, for some so reason, she was is legal a lot then, younger in than 2002. I mm-hmm. And the perfect score came out in 2004. Oh, really? Yes. Mm. That's a good movie. That is a good movie. Um, so... I don't remember almost anything else about this movie. Remember David Arquette is in it. He buys a mine. A mine? A mine. Maybe he goes back to his family's mine. I don't know. There's mines, and that's where the toxic chemicals are. And spiders. (sighs) Yeah, I don't know. What? I don't really know how they... They mined the spiders before. Caves and spiders go together. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that. I feel like it should Ugh. be bats you're going in a cave you're gonna find some spiders now there is a really good horror comedy movie called bats and Ooh. it's about bats? vicious bats cool yeah they just swing at everybody no one's holding them it's just these insanely <laughs> vicious bats some are aluminum some are wooden those are like the boss level ones mm. the, uh, the aluminum ones yeah and there's one with nails all through it Ugh. brutal what'd you bring for your snack um so, unfortunately, the snack bar itself was um, sucked into an interdimensional void last night, but I did catch up with some rapscallion children named uh, Lionel, and I stole his chips and salsa. Oh, all right. And because this movie is set in the desert, I thought salsa would be a good thing to bring. Close enough. Mm, like the, that commercial with the cowboys in the middle of the desert that are passing back the... Uh... Was it El Paso salsa? salsa? Probably that sounds Probably. right. Yeah. I think uh, I think this is on the border salsa. Oh, mm. same idea. They got same same visual image works. Yeah, and this movie play, takes place in Arizona, right? Which is right on the border. Yes, it does take place in Arizona. I figured. I believe that's mm. where all the mines are. So. That is where all the mines are. Do you know there's only one diamond mine in all of the United States? I didn't even know there was one in the United yeah, States. There's only one. Where's that? Midwest somewhere. All right. That's a true fact. It I did was Alabama. It yes, Alabama. That's right. We were looking up if Alabama was a good place to live. And it says, yes, if you are from there. If you are not, 
then no. So to anybody from Alabama, please confirm if you're a jackass or not. No. <laughs> <laughs> what website was this from? Um, I believe it's from the uh, Google. Okay. I just Googled it. It was, was one it of you Yahoo know, Answers. Yeah, you know how you when you Google <laughs> stuff yeah, from here, don't come here. <laughs> I just started Google's dialing. Google's actually fucking, Alabama. <laughs> it is Alabama. <laughs> I just started, you know. Um, yeah, is this a good place to live? Just yeah, that's that pretty much it. Yeah. And I called a bunch of people from Alabama, and they were like, "Who are you?" I was like, "I'm not from there." And they're like, "Leave me don't alone, come damn here. it!" I'm just taking a poll. So I'm from New York. And they're like, are oh, you sons of bitches? We're probably going to have to cut all that yeah. Alabama stuff out. So, you guys ready to watch this shit? Yeah. I am ready to watch this. All right. I don't know if I'll ever be ready. You'll be ready. Yeah. You're going to be like, man, I am so glad Riley showed me this. What's probably going to happen is y'all are going to have a great time. I'm going to be like, man, this sucks. Just like every movie I plan to watch on <laughs> oh, this man. podcast. I just feel really bad about Lionel. I mean, I'm really going to enjoy these chips and salsa, but... He'll be fine. Lionel drew graffiti on the snack bar before it was sucked into the oh bad lionel yeah i will enjoy the ships and salsa yeah we should enjoy them out of spite Mm. of lionel i don't like salsa but i'm gonna eat some because fuck lionel that's right fuck that child (laughs) it was a imaginary child yeah oh i assumed it was like at least you know a late he said he was a rapscallion kid oh a kid yeah teenager but he did do graffiti so Mm. yeah Yes, so... Um, oh, That's one of the Ten Commandments. Don't do graffiti or you will get sent through an interdimensional portal. <laughs> and then we'll eat your chips. And your chips will be eaten. Amen. <laughs> Let's just hope the snack bar shows back up before the next episode. Show starts in one minute. All right. Let's go watch this Bad Larry and uh, have some fun. All, All right. right. Let's go. happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. And while you relax and stretch, visit our concession where you'll find something to please you. There are ice cold drinks, delicious sandwiches, ice cream, coffee and snacks, and many other pleasing treats. Our foods are fresh and tasty, our drinks satisfying and refreshing. Wow. What a movie. You Did you like it? I think I did, yeah. I mean, it had a lot of grotesque things that I really hated, but the movie itself was great. I think overall, yeah, I enjoyed the watch. It was a fun watch. I definitely don't think it's one I just, like, watch on my own. I don't know where, but it was fun in a, in a group setting with this particular, you know, mission. This is my kind of movie all the time. Like, I love big monster movies, and I like them when they're cheesy and weird. So this is right up my alley. Nice. I have to say I thoroughly enjoyed myself as well on this one. It was uh, much better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it was a lot better than I expected this to be. I thought it would be really just not good. I thought the acting would be bad. Mm. I thought the CGI would be bad. Mm. I thought the practical effects would be awful. Mm. I just all around thought it would not be good. It could have failed a lot harder on a lot more levels. Definitely. Mm. I think the practical effects were one of the best parts of it, actually. They employed it more than I expected them to for this time period. I feel like this is the era when they kind of went away from those. Mm. 
but like when the old man was being stalked by the spider in the tent and the hardware store, I really liked that because you could tell that they didn't have a spider in there. They were just moving the tent along. Yeah. But the impression was clear that he was being stalked. And I liked that a lot. I agree. That was an awesome scene. I really, really liked that one. Um, I really liked a lot of things about the movie. The CGI wasn't nearly as bad as it could have been. Mm. Like It wasn't. Yeah always great the jumping spiders left a little bit to be desired when you but more at the beginning they got better i felt towards the end of the movie like in the desert with the bikers that looked fucking stupid but the closer you were to them the worse it looked yeah i think a lot of it was lighting too when Mm -hmm. it was darker it was much more convincing when it was light out they it just it didn't look any it was not convincing yeah i mean you could tell you they were obviously not real any of them but you were like that's not that bad it was better than i thought it was going to be for sure there was parts i really thought genuinely were scary um Mm. a lot of the jump scares first of all but that that spider in the guy's mouth yeah that part was kind of fucked yeah god i hated that Mm. Mm. yeah i the scariest part for me was right in the beginning when all the spiders were falling around joshua the spider mm. um farmer the, the spider farmer yeah the illegal spider farmer when they started all falling and were like climbing around Ugh, that yeah. you said it in the medium in the, in the movie like those medium-sized spiders were wholly more terrifying than the actual really big spiders. Yeah, it was too convincing. Like, oh, that potentially is a real thing somewhere. Probably Australia. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or like in a jungle or something. Like, yeah. They're definitely that size somewhere. Yeah, mm. that was super gross. However, on the flip side, one of the scenes I thought was hysterical was when the spider was fighting with the cat in the wall. That was ridiculous. Yes, that was wild. <laughs> what the fuck was that? It was like a cartoon. It was one of the first times the... The graphic effects did not really hold up. Yeah, I'm just, like, not sure if they didn't consult anybody on, like, what that would actually look like. If something, like, pushes into drywall, it doesn't make an impression of a cat. Mm. <laughs> Breaks. With, like, facial expressions? Yeah, yeah. They had a lot of detail in there. Like, even the spider got pushed up against it once, and, like, you could see all eight of its legs and shit like that. Yeah. It's like that scene had a different director that thought it was much more comedy and then so they fired him, and they were like, no, no, no. Oh, what if the producers came in, and they yeah. were like, we can't just have this spider murder. Like, you gotta try to, like, make it funny or something. Like, you wrote a really drawn-out murder scene on this house cat. For, by the way, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that scene, so that guy is fixing his house, and his wife comes out, and she's like, it's almost midnight. What are you doing? And he's like, I gotta get it done. Did you look around at what his actual house looked like? Oh, it was all like that. It was terrible. He has, like, drywall just raggedly cut, like, patched in wildly. Mm. I think they must have let the actor actually, like, hey, cut into this set. (laughs) Make it look like you've been working on it. (laughs) They had to. Like, if he's working on it, he should have just left it however it was before. It has to be better than what he got it to. I can understand why his wife left him. 100%. Definitely. He was kind of an idiot. Yeah, he was. Use the comic relief. Mm. And he kept getting jizzed on by the spiders. Yeah, that was gross. You know, in the, in the beginning, when he was rubbing the uh, poison, nasty 
dump stuff in his head, I was like, I'll bet at the end he's going to have like a full head of hair or something. Oh, see, I thought probably was wrong. It is about spider people. Oh. But then it wasn't. They had a good opportunity for them to be like giant spiders and spider people. Mm. I wanted to see his head just get really big. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> what are those drow spiders called? The drider. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that would have been a fun twist. Mm, gross. I will say, definitely was not the resolution that I remember. And I, now I am very curious what movie I'm thinking of. I should probably ask my sister. She'll definitely know. So what's the ending you thought we were going to get? I thought they doused the spiders in head and shoulders shampoo because... That's uh, evolution. Evolution. Is that the name of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, and it's something uh, about, like, big... Yeah, like bugs it's got or Sean William growing. Scott. Yes, and yep. uh, the guy from X Files, Mulder. Mulder, yeah, and then um, I can't remember the other actor's name. Yeah, they end up putting in a fire truck. Yes. Yeah, this thing ends up evolving. That's why it's called evolution, and, and the only thing that can stop its rapid. Uh, I think it's an alien, something oh. that came off an asteroid. Or... That sounds like the Blob movie. Oh, okay. It, it's a it's a really good one. I've I've seen it a couple different times. Yeah. So I, I mixed those two up i was really mm. jazzed about the head and shoulders scene so like easter egg that chemical is not in head and shoulders by the way that they use in evolution a movie got it wrong <laughs> <laughs> who'd have thought or at least it's not anymore because i had head and shoulders at the time and i was like i'm gonna go check and lacking that essential ingredient so huh speaking of uh unusual things in movies that they think work like the stun gun getting the generator started. Oh, yeah. That yeah, that was, was confusing. That was absurd. Just because the teenager had a stun gun, she had to somehow use it to help save the day. Yes, they always have to loop those stupid things back into the story somehow. Yeah. It's like, okay. To be fair, if you think about it, if you were in a Dungeons and Dragons campaign, different setting, you know somebody would be like, I have a taser. Will this work? And that's probably how they got to this in this movie, too. So this movie started as a D&D session, and they were like, let's make a movie. I can't believe no one was like, let's drain the gas out of the bike into the generator, or like, let's figure out a way to hook wires up to that dirt bike. But they some... didn't have the dirt bike. Yeah. It was oh, still, still in the caves it. with the kid, or with, with, the, the guy, with the guy. The main guy. Chris. Oh. David Arquette. Chris and Gladys yeah. had, had the bike. Yeah. He had to save Gladys. Oh, right. Which, by the way, they get fully engulfed in oh, yeah. flames. Yes. Like, How did they didn't burn to death at all? At all. Not even... A, their clothes were intact and beautiful and clean. Mm-hmm. All the spider webs were gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That must be like a magical mine. Well, there is gold in it. <laughs> mm. I guess. Gold is known to have magical properties. Mm. Weird. Um, what did you guys think about the fact that the movie was kind of wrapped around the idea of this conspiracy theory radio host telling a story? So... At the very end, when he comes back and he is like, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it, basically, I was like, god damn it. Like, is this dude just an unreliable narrator? Like, did he just weave a tale just for his audience? Because we were basically supposedly listening to a radio show the entire time. My brain never goes to unreliable narrator. I immediately was just like, yep, we watched the chain of events happen. And well, he did smirk at the end with the gold teeth, yeah. and it seemed like perhaps there was maybe some truth to that story. I just take movies for what it is, because I'm watching the events unfold that they gave me, and I think it's unfair for them to just be like, we lied. 
I kind of think it's more interesting I if, mean, it's, if it's the crazy radio host guy just embellishing the story. Speaking of that narrator, though, that guy was awesome. Yes. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed every line that he had in that movie. Um, when he starts talking about the anal probes the first time, and you're listening to him talk on the radio, then they go to a different scene where Chris and Gladys talk for a long time. And then they cut back, and he's still ranting about the <laughs> anal probe. It's got to be like three minutes. Yeah. Fantastic. Right when she turned up the radio, that's when he was like, anal probes, like very loudly. <laughs> and Chris was like, what is she listening to? I think that was the scene where she pulled out 10 individual packs of cigarettes instead of like a case. Mm. Just one at a time. Yep. A lot more people died than I thought. But then a bunch of people lived because I also wrote R.I.P. Gladys. But then she lived. She was the only one that lived, though. If you look at how many... Yes, that's right. Her uh, Wade did, too. Yeah. But if you look at how many people in this town died, like, throughout the course of events, they don't have a town left. No, they don't. That was everybody. It was so many people. It was really scary. It was cool, the way that they did it. I thought it was nice. I feel that Gladys got captured quite a bit earlier than Wade. Mm. And so there had to have been a lot of people in the middle... Like, I feel like there could have been more people that were saved from the uh, the cocoons. They blew him up, He, he said he checked, though. But I'm like, how he much che- I know time did you have yeah. down there? I mean, he, he, checked, check. he checked two. He was yeah. like, oh, icky, a skeleton. Ew, gross, a smelly skeleton. He was like, oh, well, there's Gladys. That's cool. Good enough. Bye. Thank God. <laughs> well, they, they said that the big female orb reaver spider did pick which of the humans or which of the prey that was presented to her that she did eat. So maybe Gladys's consistent smoke or smoking mm-hmm. was like unappealing to the gigantic spider. That makes That's a good point. It was like, didn't like smoke. She was like, this was a bad gift minion. I yes. hate this. You. And then she ate that one. Probably. Probably. Cause yeah. she was big and gross or she wore the very heaviest perfume that you could possibly wear. Oh. That too. Yes. Mm-hmm. She is an old lady. So probably that too. On yeah. top of the cigarette smell. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. We all it's know. A bad mix. Yeah. We all know what the scent is that she's wearing. Yeah. We can all picture it. I'm sure. And then I'm just assuming that Wade was not picked because of his high consumption of ostrich meat, which is apparently a natural spider repellent. Well, they were eating a shitload of them, though. Mm. They were. So they do like it. Those trapdoor spiders must have worked tremendously quickly. Yeah, I wrote it down. How did they even build those? Because that is not nature. Oh, there's trapdoor spiders. They're an actual type of spider. Yeah, but does it look like that? Like, I swear I saw hinges. I mean, like, no. And I'm there's, like, there's definitely no hinges. It was a perfect square. Like How they did it in the middle of this city where there would be concrete yeah. or, like, blacktop, that's the part that confused me. When did they have time to make these elaborate traps out of the back of the diner mm. to through the parking lot? Those spiders are really fucking smart, I, I guess. I guess so. And strong. They did come from the mine, so they probably had mm-hmm. pickaxe hands. They're like dwarf spiders. As yes. in not small, but tough. Dwarven. Yes. Mm. <laughs> um, I thought that the scientist guy at the beginning, Joshua, uh, I thought it'd be more like a Marty Doc Brown situation throughout mm. the movie. I did not expect him to die immediately. I was not upset that he died immediately because no, he was creepy as fuck. Yes. The, his only friend was a little boy. Mm. I'm not upset that he got got super early on. Was Did not want to find out more about Joshua. 
the way he was introduced was weird. He yes. just all of a sudden was there in the dark, grabbing the kid's shoulder, scared the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. It was uh, there was no point where they like mention how they know each other or like why the kid's there. It was just very awkward. Yeah, he felt like a sinister Doc Brown. Yeah, and then so when the kid's mom is like, "Why were you hanging out with that guy?" You're just like, "Yeah, why were you hanging out with?" That yep. Guy? Besides, I mean, if it is innocent. It's probably just because he's the only other person in the world that cares as much as this tiny child about fucking spiders. Maybe he's just grooming this child. I mean, that could 100% be it. I mean, but to be fair, like, kids are kids. So, like, if this kid got hung up on spiders, you know he knows everything about spiders. Oh, yeah, that was believable. Mm -hmm. I totally believed it. And I like that the movie called itself out on the adult doesn't believe the little kid thing. And the kid was just like, I told you, you're not going to believe me. I thought that was really well done. Yeah, and then as soon as the, like, main guy there was like, oh, it's spiders, he ran right to the kid, and he's like, you know all about this. Yep. You're the expert now. And the kid would be. That was a very cool part. I really liked that. Yeah, the movie was really clever at times with stuff like that. It would really kind of call itself out. Although I thought that um, it got better, but Scarlett Johansson was, like, such a cliché young teen girl all everything that she had to do with the movie like all the people she interacted with her boyfriend who you know drove the motorbikes and all his friends and then the the classic i thought you loved me mm-hmm. like fucking lying to try to get in her pants like it was all just the most scripted yeah teenage shit it's like they, they yep. just took that and like had two different people say it in every other movie from that time period yeah that exact fucking line yeah also the scene with her on the phone because she's the cool teenager and she's like you can't use the phone because yeah. you're a loser it's like, okay you don't have any friends <laughs> your only friend is a 58 year old creepy guy <laughs> which is true though it uh, was 100 percent true and it's who he was dying to talk to mm. not good he was already dead so However, I do want to mention this entire thing, the entire movie, the reason there is a movie is because a rabbit was in the road and a dude oversteered. That's it. The whole thing happens because of a bunny rabbit. Well, it might have also happened because they were putting it in the mines and the spiders were in the mines, right? I mean... The spiders oh, weren't actually in the mines, yeah, they right? Were, they were in they Joshua's were, oh, they house. Escaped and they from... went to the mines because it looked like their little habitat thing the big one lived in remember yeah the orb weaver yeah Yeah. she lived in that little cave thing that looked just like the mine of course yeah they only grew because of the because of the crickets that joshua's farming yeah it was weird that everyone was just splashing around in that water and nothing was happening to them so i looked i don't know the the cop dude's name i can't remember that one but he did actually have protective pants on. He wasn't just in regular pants. I thought they were maybe waders, but I wasn't quite sure. They looked like just a pair of rubber pants. Which are waders, are they not? Yeah, but they didn't have bibs or like any overalls yeah. or any part. It was just like... Well, and then he was touching his head anyway. Yeah. So. With his gloved hands. Good, good safety. I really like that everything that the mayor was involved with, like the ostrich farm came up with the spiders eating them, and then the mall was like the last resort. Yeah. The mall had been failing before, but suddenly everyone was rushing to get to the mall, and he's like, yes, you build it and they will come. And he was like <laughs> finally so justified in doing it. It's like, no, actually, your town's not doing well. We're all escaping. Yeah, that was great. They had a lot of really good lines in the movie. A lot of 
good lines that were callbacks to other movies, which I thought was good. Like when the bird said, I see dead people. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fun little foreshadowing moment. I didn't even think about it that way. That is nice how that worked out. Mm. There's that epic dirt bike chase where the spiders are slowly killing off one rider after another. And the main guy there does like a Superman and just like kicks like while he's in the air on his dirt bike and kicks a spider out of the air while it's jumping toward him. And that was uh, that was pretty righteous. Classic cool kid move. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I thought that was the sloppiest scene out of the whole movie (laughs) because you could tell he was just doing like a trick on the dirt bike and they CGI'd the spider to be there. So I thought that was pretty cheesy. But mm. there were some other really great scenes with the spiders attacking people that it looked like a spider like launched itself and tackled people. Yeah, like yeah. when they were running through the streets and it showed like each side of the street and people just getting mauled out of the air. Like that was cool. That was really scary. They did a cool job with that. I also like that they had lots of different kinds of spiders. They didn't yeah. get lazy and just have like one spider and it just has different sizes. Um, that was cool. The really yeah. big Trillantula was really fun. Say it again. Trillantula. <laughs> <laughs> he was really cool. He was really gross because tarantulas don't super bother me yeah. in real life. But at that size, ooh, yeah. His legs were piercing the steel door. But they were also like fat and chubby when they showed him not attacking yeah, stuff. That's the thing. Tarantulas don't have like big pointy legs. They've no. got like little nubbins. They're like little fat kids. Yeah. <laughs> They're so cute. But I guess he goes into attack mode and can shred metal with them. Yes. As spiders do. Yeah, they had the opportunity to get lazy with the CGI. And they really didn't. Like, I, I don't know what the budget for this movie was at all. But it had to be up there, especially for 2002. Yeah. To, like, digitally do all those spiders. And when that giant tarantula was, like, fucking with the Airstream trailer, that looked really pretty good. Like, yeah, that was not bad looking. Mm-hmm. It was like a Jurassic Park callback. That's what it made yeah. me think of, too. Yeah. <laughs> was that Jurassic Park 3 or 2? Two. Two? The Lost World. I always miss, mix that one up with the other one. That's, That's the one that, like, stars Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he has his daughter randomly. Yes. I did think that the noises that the spiders were making were very exaggerated and silly. Yeah. Yes. What was the punching sounds? Oh, yeah. That the one made. The one like fucking boxed that dude out. I loved it. That was awesome. That was the cheesiest part was the sound effects. Yeah. But it it almost worked pretty well. Like the screeching was weird. It was. But if they made no noise, I think that would also be kind of weird. I agree, but, like, they chose really cartoony. Yeah, absolutely. Like, when he's, like, ziplining down and the spider's behind him and he's screaming, he's like, ah, and the spider's behind him going, Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck is It feels like some guy was brought up to the microphone at the beginning of the movie and they were like, all right, just every scene that you see, just see how it makes you feel Mm. and just make a noise (laughs) that you think is appropriate. A spider might make. Yeah. I thought the spider sound effects reminded me of Jumanji for some reason. I thought Minions. Oh, yeah. Like, this is very Minions right now. That's true. The one scene where the spider came in and, like, bit the stuffed deer head that was, like, in the diner or bar or whatever, and then he spit it out and was, like, sputtering. I'm like, I don't, no, I don't think spiders <laughs> can do that. No, that was stupid. 
So like with the toxic waste, maybe that brought out some more human personality traits into the spiders. It seemed to because they worked together as a group. Mm-hmm. However, I don't think it made their individual brain capacity that much better because they were really dumb. Like they, like that one follows him down the zipline and like he goes through a hole in a vent and no spiders chase him in that. They're just like, oh. Well, it smacked into the vent and like died, I guess. The There's one that was following him. spiders <laughs> watching him do this. One of them could fit down the hole, I'm sure. Absolutely. If he can, one of the spiders could. They also kind of reminded me of, um, fuck, um, Tim said minions, and now it's the only thing I can think of. Gremlins? Thank you. Yes. Oh, yeah. I also yeah. got that impression. Yeah. It felt very, like, campy like that. Yes. But also was scary. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was cool, too. I can't, I still can't believe this is not an 80s movie. It would have definitely come out in the 80s if someone had thought about it, and they would have done it a little differently, but. Yeah. Yeah. Equally as silly. I would have preferred the movie if it was Gremlins or Minions or or most anything other than Spiders. It, I think yeah. it would have been a much funner movie. <laughs> <laughs> My note actually was if you just start to picture the Spiders as Minions, it makes it a little bit easier to watch. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll not watch, but it's easier to see them is how I yep. worded it. Easier to look at. It's, just, it's not my favorite. I mean, your first reaction is just kick it. Get your, get your foot on it as fast as possible. See, I relate to the nerd kid because I like spiders. He seemed really excited when he's, he's like, oh, that's a he was. orb spider. He was like pumped. Yeah. Even though it was massive and trying to kill him. He's like, yeah. He was like so the cool. kids in Jurassic Park. Yeah. I think they could have brought this to the next level if there was a sneaker factory in this small city. (laughs) (laughs) And one of the scenes was the giant sneaker that sits on top of the building getting pushed off by some of the survivors who have made their way up there waiting for a hopeful helicopter rescue. Mm. And it falls down and squishes. Tim, that's brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant Uh, scene. Nine-legged freaks. It's the (laughs) (laughs) follow-up. Super freaks. Yeah, it's going to go on OnlyFans, so we all know what the ninth leg is, but that's just how you have to get out there sometimes. You know, it'll monetize well over there, I think. I liked everything that Dougie Doug did when he jumped off the building and, like, hits the bushes that are clear. Like, it's not like a short jump, and he just jumps back up, and then they can't get through the door, and the cop guy's like, Well, I think we're going to run. And then they just run away. And I, I died at that scene for no reason. It was just funnier than it should have been. I mean, the four seconds while he's falling through the air screaming, <laughs> I was like, I can't believe this is how they're going to kill that character. And then he just popped right back up like he didn't fall for as long as he was yelling. Mm. And so that lends some credence to him being a false narrator, him embellishing how far he actually fell Ooh. when he may not have fell that far at all. That's true. How big were these spiders? Mm-hmm. How many were there actually? Maybe it's actually all a metaphor, and the kid that saves the day is actually his inner child who he has fully separated into a different psyche to try and save that part of innocence before the terrible things that happened to him in his teenage years when his mom started dating her new boyfriend that she had met who was from out of town. That's ten-legged spiders. (laughs) Damn, man, you're getting deeper than I think anybody else has ever in this movie. 
Nah, it's just fun to let the imagination run wild. This might be an alternate universe Spider-Man situation. So there were Spider-Men in here. So there were meant to be. Uh-huh. But the town blew up all the radioactive spiders before they got a chance to bite Peter Parker, thus denying their world of Spider-Man. Oh. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Cool. Or maybe this is where we get Man-Spider. Could be, from the... Other comics. Other, yeah, from the, um... No, from the Toxic Waste, the dude with the hair. Yeah, he becomes Man-Spider. He does have a line when somebody goes, what is that? And he goes, it's a spider, man. It's true. <laughs> oh, man. They gotta make the sequel now. No, no, no. We gotta get to 11-legged freaks. Nine-legged freaks are porno. Ten-legged freaks <laughs> is a deep introspective about separating one's childhood traumas. So we're gotta wait till the forequel. Nine is more of like a, a journey of in, relationship with insects through more of like an erotica theme. Rather than just like a straight porno, you know. Oh, oh sorry. There's a <laughs> this plot. is a My classy bad. porno. Yes, yes. This one is very heavily plot driven. There's bottled water on the table in the back. Oh, is it Fiji? Yeah, it's not that Dasani. Yeah, good, good. I can't have my pornos sponsored by Dasani. Yeah, no. There's no added salt. This is just right from the spring, put into a bottle. Uh, we may be off topic here. but I wish we would stop talking about this. Speaking of um, pervertedness, like this movie wasn't as bad as I expected it to be. Although, oh, Yeah, I forgot you called that. Yeah. I did. Although there was the point where Gladys, for no reason, tells him that he looks like he has a stripper's crotch on his face. And that's... I thought she said a different C word. I, I don't know, because the radio cuts in right at that mm-hmm. moment. They did that pretty smart. Um, they yeah. did have the two mannequins where the one lands right into the other one's lap. Yeah, I didn't see that. They did, for no reason at all, have Scarlett Johansson in a towel. They did yeah. have that. Yes, I thought that too. Which was funny, because right before the towel scene, I was thinking, it's so nice that Scarlett Johansson's young enough that we're not sexualizing her. And then immediately she was naked. And I was like, okay. And Boy, then the spider comes right in and jizzes directly on her face. Yeah. Yep. And he doesn't stop when anybody comes in the room. <laughs> Keeps going. And it's like gets the guy boy too. Yep. That spider started shooting web and I was just like, there are some people whose first <laughs> Johansson experience sent them in a very weird way. Oh, no. I do want to, you know, just pull the group here. What did anybody think about them having Lee Harvey Oswald's gun? I loved it. Those were two of my delicious dialogue. It was, I agree it was fantastic, but why did they have that? I thought it was just like the same type of gun. And maybe that's like. He specifically says that it's Lee Harvey Oswald's gun. And Dougie Doug like makes a relatively big deal about it in one line do you have that line? he says and the lee harvey oswald gun which is the last one he's packing and he names it and he goes don't know why we have that but we do and then like a couple scenes later there's the dude that gets oswald's gun and he goes oswald's gun this is the weirdest day of my life and then runs off i don't i don't know why i have no idea is it the town it's based in is that yeah exactly is it somehow historically attached him through that maybe there's another movie that they're parroting that because they called back to a lot of different movies it seemed with certain things maybe they were calling back to something i would think they would have to i would think they would have to or once again unreliable narrator just the same type of gun 
And the man embellishes, saying that it is, for some reason, his town has it. You are making a case for that now. Yeah, it's getting really believable. We talk about it, the more I'm convinced. Um, Because this is Prosperity, Arizona, which is a a good pun by itself. um, Because the town is not prosperous, and then is again. Um, I don't think that has anything to do with the death of JFK. Is Lee Harvey Oswald... From Arizona? Uh, I lived in Russia for a while. Okay. <laughs> and then I settled in Dallas, Texas. Okay. Talks a lot about Texas. Oh, oh, there he is. Born in New Orleans, Louisiana. Okay, so no connection seemingly to Arizona. I don't understand this reference. I think Anna's right. Maybe it, it must be some kind of other movie. That's what I think. Or what if there, like, was a movie about that? And, like, that's the prop gun that they used in that movie or something, maybe? They just, like, found it on set and they were like, oh, Lee Harvey Oswald's gun. Yeah. Let's throw this in the scene. Maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Their budget for gun props was really small and they were like, this is an extra from another movie. You can use it if you want. Yep. Maybe the extra just improv, or not the extra, but that actor just improvised it, and then the other guy saw it and was like, "That's hilarious! I'm going to use that later in my scene." I mean, that could be too. That'd be hilarious. It would be. Uh, what was this movie rated? Uh, I think a four point four out of no, 10. no, no, uh, like, PG thirteen. Oh, is it? It was kind of scary. Yeah, but there wasn't like that many much blood. The only blood was spider blood. Yeah, I guess that's true. Although the corpses in the den yeah. were a little gross. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's not... And Joshua, that that whole... Yeah, that was implied creepiness. Um, but I guess that was kind of like Indiana Jones creepy. Hmm. That's true. Yeah, I guess it wasn't really that yeah. much scarier than that. Yeah, you're like, that thing's not real. That's just a wax figure that's getting pulled across the floor by... Yeah, I did like at some points when like somebody was standing there and from off the side of the camera like came two spider legs and they would just like mm-hmm. grab somebody and y- yoke them into the dark. And you're like, that's not really how any of the other spiders are doing it around here. But mm. maybe that's why they had different kinds of spiders. Mm. That's so more like could... a monster movie trope to have like yeah. off screen limbs come and take a person away. I thought overall the sun just way too excited about all these giant spiders. Not scared enough. Mm-hmm. Like, you can be yeah. excited, but be scared. Yeah, just inappropriately thrilled to be looking at these spiders. How did he, at this day and age, come up with the, or come up with or find the computer program that let him put in the length of spider legs and it would generate for him at a very rapid pace for a 2002 computer? How big a spider would be relative to a, a man, a person? So my thought was this kid's a super nerd and he made that. Definitely. That's his own program. Right? (laughs) It seemed implied in this scene that like... He threw this together because he's a genius. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I thought that too. Mm. So he made it. That's your answer. I mean, that that was the only one that made sense. But it seems like with everything else he had going on, maybe, you know, he wouldn't have time for such foolish endeavors. Did you see his room? It was entirely coated in spiders. Yeah, that was creepy as fuck, man. He was really into them. He probably already had that program. He's just he just likes finding out spiders' sizes compared to people. 
gross. I see definitely why the mom was like, stop hanging out with that guy. Yeah. Not only is he super creepy, but you have a fucking problem, kid. <laughs> the spider thing? Weird. This is why you're only friends with him. I am interested to know who that little boy was. He looked so familiar. He did. Can we get an IMDb rundown on who I the main actors were? I think he grew up and must be in another movie as an adult because he looked familiar, but not in that form. The actor's name is Scott Tara, known for Dickie Roberts, former child star, A-Legged Freach, Motocrossed, Daredevil. Motocrossed. That was a Disney movie, I think. Um, It could be. Um, Before that... He was in Seventh Heaven for three episodes. Oh, I used to watch that. I was on the CW. I think I should keep going mm-hmm. down. Back when it was the WB. Touched True. by an angel. Mm-hmm. True. Oh, that was a good one, too. Touched by Joshua. Ooh. <laughs> too <Gross>. soon. <laughs> the Sons of Mistletoe. Did you see that man's hands when he covered the kid's eyes? Yeah. They mm. were, like, gross and yellow and old man hands, and they made me feel the most uncomfortable. I know, because he was not that old. Who? No. Oh, Joshua. Joshua. Yeah, he wasn't that old. Like he's was way older than the child he was touching. But <laughs> yikes! That kid in the movie, he was born in 1987. Wow! And that was 2002 that that movie was filmed in. So he was 15. What? That kid was 15. That poor kid. I'm sorry. Looks like he was six years away from puberty at least. So at yeah. The time when they filmed this. I thought he was gonna be like. Ten. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Explains that's... why he's so much smarter than I guess. we had given him credit for. I don't for. think he's supposed to be 15 in the no. movie, though. because his sister totally is. Yeah. 15, 16. He definitely had one of those awkward phase-outs, I think. Poor kid. Uh, Who mother. was the mom while you're... The mother is... Carrie W U H R E R. Werner? She's very German. I think they did an excellent job casting Scarlett Johansson as that lady's daughter. Mm. Like, they were a very convincing pair. You could be like, I could see how the two of you are related. The boy child, not so much, but. I guess. The mom was raised in Brookfield, Connecticut. Huh. Most recently in a 2018 movie, Fiance Killer. Not made for TV movie. Yeah, it sounds like one. Sound bad. Oh, and in the same year, Batman, Gotham by Gaslight. Oh, oh that's an she must be a one, right? voice actor, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. hmm. I have a copy of that. Oh, there's nice. quite a few things here where she was the voice. Uh, a video game. Disney Infinity 3.0. That doesn't sound like a good one. <laughs> the Marvel Experience animated. Huh. <laughs> Batman Unlimited, The Avengers, Justice League. Wow, a lot of voice acting. That's very cool. Fun. That's interesting. She looked so familiar, but I guess not. Well, who should have played these people instead? Okay, well, I thought if they made it today, it'd be cool to cast... As the mom, Scarlett Johansson. I said the same thing. It's a cool idea, right? Yeah, bring her back. You all said the same thing. Oh, awesome. I didn't want to change them at all, but I would agree. 
with that, 100%. I also said Marissa Tomei, just because she maybe kind of looked like her a little bit. Mm. But definitely Scarlett Johansson would be super cool to see as the mom now. Well, so what did you go with for the daughter, if you made the daughter the mom? I didn't come up with anybody for the kids. I only thought of the, the nerd child, um, Wolf Finbar or whatever oh. I thought would be good. Um Finn Wolfbar? I don't know his name. Stranger Things, yes. Admiral Ackbar. No. no. Oh. Uh, Mike from Stranger yeah. Things. Finn Wolfhound or something. Oh, okay. The tall Wolfharden. Kid? Yeah. I don't okay. Yes. Name. Yes. Um, I thought Macaulay Culkin for the brother. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he, he was cute back in that day. I'd believe him if he wanted to fight some spiders. I chose Hillary Duff for the daughter. Oh, that's okay. a good one. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. And I now I'm, I'm realizing that I met Hillary Schwank, I think, or a different oh, one. Hillary Swank. Swank? Might, might, for might. the daughter? I think so. Uh, mm. Was it Duff? Hillary Duff is yeah, who you're thinking Hillary of. Hillary Swank is We're like, gonna go with she that. wasn't a child in, actor. In Million Dollar Baby. So I was just like, you know. Oh, no, 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 no. Not yeah. that person. Not the person. Okay. Person. I was like, I don't know if anybody knows what she looked like Maybe the as mom. a 15-year-old. She could play the mom. But yeah, no, I think you're thinking Hilary Duff, the blonde one from Disney Channel. No, but we're going to go with it because I don't feel like okay. making a bunch of noise on my keyboard trying to figure out who this other person is. I said uh, Dax Shepard as Chris. I had Ooh. Dax Shepard as like the random farm dude that had the crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted him to like cameo a little bit. I put uh, Adam Sandler as Chris McCormick. Oh, oh. see, you had said he kind of looked like a Wilson brother, and then I couldn't stop picturing Luke Wilson mm. as him. Yeah. I was very close to writing that one down. Yeah. And then I was like, well, Adam Sandler sometimes seems like he's kind of doing a Luke Wilson impression, so I think it'll work. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I thought Jason Segal would be a good Chris. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, why would I know him? The name sounds familiar. I can't fit, picture a face. Oh, forgetting Sarah yeah. Marshall. As the dad? No, as, as the, Chris. Yeah, the guy that came back to find his dad's gold mine. Oh, right. Technically not a dad. Right. Sorry. Playing the father figure. Not really. Boyfriend. Mm. Um, I have for the deputy guy, either Bill Burr or Louis C.K. Hmm. I thought Danny DeVito would be a good deputy. Oh, Danny See, DeVito. I thought Danny DeVito would be a great spider. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would be you know the most terrifying movie. And, and he's the queen funny. at the end. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's the giant spider, but yeah. with just his face CGI'd onto it. Oh, my God. Like Modoc. No, I want Danny DeVito body just stretched out like a giant spider carapace and Ooh. spider legs. Awesome. But, like, Danny DeVito mannerisms and like acting like a person toboggan spider toboggan <laughs> danny devito could have been the the mayor guy mm, that's true yeah With the long ponytail yeah um but all the random cops at the end that came into the rescue from other towns or whatever i thought a couple cool cameos could be chris farley or kevin james because they had some really good lines at the end that mm. i didn't write down Hey, guys, we got cocoons. <laughs> yes. I thought um, Rain Wilson for the dude that had the glasses and the keys. Ooh, yes. Mm. Yep. That's a good one. The yeah. blind janitor. Yes. He had two pairs of glasses, one for close up and one for far away. <laughs> and the far away ones were huge. They were like Coke bottles. Yeah. 
Could have been the guy that plays Bubbles in Trailer Park Boys. Mm. Mm. Did anyone uh, choose someone for Harlan, the radio host? I don't think I'd want to change that no. dude at yeah. all. I didn't want to change him either, but the only person I thought was... Um, Danny DeVito. No. The, <laughs> shut up. The weird radio guy from the X-Files that Mulder goes to for advice every now and again. Oh, okay. I don't know who he is or what his name is in that show or the actor, but if you know, you know. Hmm. Who do you have, Tim? Duncan Trussell. Who is that? He's a comedian. He also has a podcast podcast he made a uh, uh, animated series that was on netflix came out a few years back but he's huge into conspiracies already and he just has a very unique voice so i, I just think that him doing this would be really fun <laughs> about alex jones oh i would oh. agree with that yeah that could be an interesting uh yeah that could be very interesting for sure yeah for sure for sure he would believe the spider story immediately he wouldn't 100%. think it was bullshit at all 100 <laughs> percent. i would also go with uh george sukulos he's the guy from ancient aliens that's got the crazy hair yes. oh, yeah. aliens oh you know? he would be good yeah he's already got the alien shtick down he's already all about it so yeah or they could have went real crazy with it and got like neil degrasse tyson to be the the radio guy oh well, that'd be <laughs> so Mide. weird yeah, yeah. he would be a good narrator though he would be a good narrator but I, see, I'd have to believe him. It'd be hard end. to believe him being so silly, I think. He would just probably tell it more like it is, and then we'd get a less fantastical story, which I'm not about. That's true. He wouldn't over-embellish. Neil deGrasse Tyson is a facts-based person. Ooh, Bill Burr. He would be mm. good. Yeah, he would be good for that mm-hmm. part, too. Yep. See the one with the podcast where he just talks to himself for a long he time? He does have... It's that. pretty interesting. Yeah, he was in Star Wars. He wasn't. He was in the Mandalorian. Yeah. Yep. He's also in a, a zombie movie where, uh, kind of, it's called Zombievers, and he <laughs> is that guy. In the oh my tr- god! He's the guy in the opening scene of this movie. He is in a truck, and he's driving down the road, and he hits a bump or something, but somehow they end up dumping chemicals into this body of water with beavers. Is the exact same thing. I think I've seen that movie before. Oh, that one's a good one. I think I've seen that. I really like that one. I mean, Zombiever. How can you not watch something called that? I've heard of it. Never had the opportunity to watch. I've definitely seen the, the thumbnail on the Netflix, and it's like, I won't describe it, but it's funny. I know we had mentioned, like, a couple delicious dialogue here and there, but, like, do we want to just go around, like, listing what we have as some of the... uh... God, there was quite a bit. You have quite a lot written? Yeah, I touched on a a few of them, but, yeah, I mean, I'm happy to participate in spouting out some more, because I have a few more written down. Go ahead, I've said all mine. I got too into the movie. I didn't didn't write down as much as I should have. Um, when Dougie Doug yells i had four more payments on this shit oh. that made me laugh pretty hard talking about this <laughs> stupid airstream how does that guy make money downloads donations sponsorships sponsorships like pbs yeah even the cops from the other town were like we listen to him all the time we never miss a show it's a government budget they actually uh they pay <laughs> him to keep doing this because it's just confusing everyone and spouting all the wrong information so they're like perfect awesome they love it um when David Arquette yells, get out of here, you eight-legged freaks. I always love when they, you know, say the name of the movie in there. <laughs> um, what do you have, Tim? Uh, that's not a cactus. 
which is when Dave Arquette first goes in the hole trying to find Gladys, and then he finds a much fresher spider leg than the uh, exoskeleton that the kid found outside. And then he finds that's when he realizes that there are giant spiders. But he just picks it up and says, that's not a cactus. And I just thought that, that was funny. Um, Anna mentioned it quickly, but if you build it, they will come. That mm-hmm. was right when like, everyone was going to the mall. I really enjoyed that one. And then the last one we haven't talked about that I have is, uh, you'll never get that anal probe near me. Oh, my God. Which was, <laughs> <laughs> when the spiders were starting to get close to uh, the DJ there, he just started doing some <laughs> saying wild stuff. Yeah, Riley touched on it, but I don't think he gave the whole quote. Um, when... Gladys is trying to convince Chris to shave his face, and she says, it makes your mouth look like a stripper's, I guess we're assuming it's crotch. I think it was crotch. That was a crazy line. I did not see, I liked how we were all like, wait, what? And then we had to go back, because no one was sure. I thought it was a different C word for sure. I feel like it was kind of one of the dirtier things said, and I don't even think there was really any cursing in this movie, but like, that was one of the ones where I was like, whoa. Yeah. You said that? All right. They really snuck that one past the censors. I mean, I'm going to use it on my friends with goatees now (laughs) because goatees are just kind of weird. Gladys had another good line um, after she got out of the mine where it was being blown up. And I think a rescuer came up to her and she was like, do you smoke? And he's like, no. And she's like, good. It's a filthy habit. causes explosions. I wonder if she was like kind of passed out from the poison that the spider had and was just like, disoriented about right. the whole thing that and then inhaling meth 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 methane methamphetamine oh god <laughs> that one yeah. yeah it's a meth lab <laughs> that's why it blew up that makes sense the other line that i really liked was when um the chris character grabbed the dj and was whispered to him like you're just food to them like really creepily <laughs> about the spiders <laughs> It was so ominous. I really liked it. Yeah, it's just trying to get him to stop talking. So. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Um, anyone have any thoughts on the uh, the soundtrack? I know there were a couple times that we kind of stopped to like mention it, but that was a great catch that you had, Riley. Yeah, uh, Itsy Bitsy Spider. It, they played it several times and not always in the same key either. I heard it um, later on after I mentioned it when it was like really low. They also played it more sped up and in a higher pitch later on in the movie when there was like a lot of spiders. Oh, yeah. when they were like, like rushing somewhere. Yeah. Oh, gross. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was a cool little Easter egg. I'm glad I found. Yeah, it was cool. And then they kind of ruined it with that weird knockoff Marilyn Manson version of the song in the credits. I liked that end credit song. Of course you did. It was. It was- <laughs> done pretty well this is great the spider was just going around killing this lady's entire family it was whack and i hated it oh i bet you are going to hurt the guy's feelings who wrote that sorry dude write better songs i guess it's probably pretty hard to write an ominous song with itsy bitsy spider yeah i mean look up the material he had to work with good job on the rest not great on the other part I did like the um, early 2000s tech they used. That was like anything that the kid needed to be a recording device, a camera, a full screen. Like clearly not something that was actual back in the day, I don't think. It was like the thermos from Hubie Halloween. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was just like very, it was very early 2000s tech, like in a movie where they're just like, okay, let's just make exactly what this character needs. 
I was really stuck on that being a Game Boy for a long time. Mm-hmm. It did look like a Game Boy, but that's probably where they drew inspiration from. But mm. um, the graphics on it were actually really pretty good for the time. I also liked at one point that a spider in the town waits for the stoplight. And <laughs> like he stops, and the other spiders presumably have a green light, and they all run across the street, and then he waits, and he turns right. And that was really... He I, even I stopped for a right on red. Yes. He knows all the traffic laws somehow. And gives a shit about them. Yeah. I am going to eat these people, but I'm going to follow it, the rules and do it safely. You know who Joshua could have been? I don't know his name, but the guy from Scary Movie 2, the guy with the strong hand. Oh. He's also mm. in Everybody Loves Raymond, I think. He's the brother-in-law. Yeah. yeah. He's often a creepy, Because he's creepy as hell. Guy. He yeah. could have been Joshua, too. That's what That's I just, what said. just said. Oh, I thought, sorry. For some reason, I had in my mind that you said Wade, the mayor guy. Oh, no. That'd be I don't know why. No. Creepy. Also, it would have been weird twists like Idiocracy if the mayor guy had been, like, Hulk Hogan or something. That could have been a fun, <laughs> weird twist. Hmm. Terry Crews. Oh, Terry Crews. I love him. I'm pretty sure he was a president. He was. You're right. Yeah. I hate that movie so much, so I only watched it the one time. Yeah, because it's scary. We it's could... too scary. Yeah, it's too real. I can't watch it. I think, I guess they're all wearing Crocs in that movie because the fashion designer thought that they, like, people would be silly to actually continue wearing those. And yet. And yep. yet, here we are. Yep. Yeah, because they, they got them at, like, such a discounted yeah. price. Because they're like, this is an ugly shoe. Yeah, that they're... Basically, Crocs gave them to them, and they're like, all right, cool. Nobody will wear these. These are disgusting. It was a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm. It was. Because they had the Crocs, everyone wears the Crocs now. If you build it, they will, they will wear it. <laughs> the only other thing that I really wanted to call out was how many different chokers Scarlett Johansson wore throughout this movie. Classic early 2000s, though. Yep, nailed it. Anna had like four billion of those chokers. I still do. See? They were really cool. They're still really cool. Yeah. I'm not knocking it. Just say it's uh, not something that you see in films that often anymore. Certainly not as a main staple of somebody's wardrobe. The kid's backpack was very 2000s, too. It had, like, a Velcro strap that he could un-Velcro and take off the back easily. I've never seen... Because backpacks are so hard to take off. Yeah. It also only had the one strap. Yeah. Like a messenger bag backpack situation. One strap backpacks were huge in the 2000s. They were. I remember. Mm. They, they had were. a cold on kids for a while. Yep. I don't think I have one. I did the messenger bag. Uh, yeah, I had a regular messenger bag and before that a regular backpack. I, I still s- rock the messenger bag. Yeah, I swapped out between both messenger bags. Depends on if I really need to carry stuff. Obviously, it's a backpack. Those messenger bags were not very large. I have one now that's really, really big. Like I, I could fit so much in there. I have to put stuff in there just so it has structure hmm. for the few things I need to carry around. I still have the same one I've bought from Hot Topic in like 2013. <laughs> nice. I'm a backpack guy. You have a lot of backpacks. Mm-hmm. A lot of backpacks. My my one like messenger bag, which is not a messenger bag, it was very small. It's a one pocket little thing. I'm sure you've seen it. It's the made brown by, one. Yeah, by Dime Bags. Excellent adventure bag, and it unfolds into a duffel bag. So like, extra useful. That is a great bag. Yeah. Except for everybody that ever wants to investigate it, is like, why is it so thick? 
and like they're trying to undo zippers because there's a lot of zippers to help it unzip into a full size oh, duffel bag. Yeah, yeah. And like everybody's always just trying to open the wrong ones. Mm-hmm. And that became a huge hassle at the airport. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. So that one's never coming with me again. Cool. Good backpack talk. Yeah. <laughs> so if we don't have anything else, we could wrap this bad Larry up. See what uh, everybody gave it as far as a rating. Does anybody feel strongly enough to go first? I'll go first. Okay. I expected nothing from this movie, but it was actually really, really fucking good. Um, It had a wild ride from start to finish, all of the best elements of a classic zombie movie with a new twist, and had a bit of a Stranger Things vibe. Um, it felt like it was straight out of the 80s, with the exception of really good CGI. I gave it 7.5 out of 8 spider legs. All right. Solid. Wow. Yeah, that's a high rating. I really liked it. I was surprised at how much I liked it. Awesome. Tim, you want to share your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, this movie was a pretty fun watch. I didn't like that there were giant spiders. It's pretty wild someone made a movie like this into a comedy. It wrote a weird line where certain scenes were frightening and some hilarious. I would have preferred something other than spiders. <laughs> this one won't go into the rewatch pile, but it was a fun journey. Uh, I, I went with five out of eight giant spider legs. Nice. Right. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed this movie a lot. Again, like I said before, this is my type of movie for sure. Big monster movies. Um, I really liked the confusion of the DJ host saying they were aliens instead of like giant spiders. Like he just couldn't deal with that. I thought that was very cool. This movie definitely didn't take itself very seriously. Um, there were a lot of good background lines that we heard from extras that really tied into the whole comedy of it. Um, and it was just a good silly time. Very gremlin vibes is what I got from it. Um, and so I would say my rating is 9 out of 10 spider gut shots. Nice. Right. Solid. Um, so I found this movie highly enjoyable. I think it had decent writing. Like Anna said, it had some really great background lines. Like It just had some pretty smart writing overall. Decent acting. And the CGI wasn't nearly as bad as it honestly should have been. Like It should have been much worse. I gave this 7 out of 10 or Weaver Spiders. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Mine only lost 0.5 because of that scene with the spider in the guy's mouth. Ooh. Yeah, that was gross. I had to take off points because it was just awful. All right. And so, Anna, what are we watching next time? We are going to watch the classic Mary-Kate and Ashley movie, Our Lips Are Sealed. I cannot wait to watch this movie. Awesome. Mary-Kate and Ashley. Thrilled. Thrilled. Anything with twins. So it's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Adios from the theater. Thank you for joining us here at Paramnesia Theater. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to support the channel by leaving a rating, telling a friend, and following us on Instagram at paramnesia underscore theater. See you at our next movie night. Please remember to replace the speaker on the post when you leave the theater.